I am all for paying to market to new customers, but I'll never be able to wrap my mind around paying for our own diners. Why should we have to pay cover fees? It's like getting penalized for being busy. That's why I'm a huge fan of Yelp Guest Manager. It's a reservation and waitlist system connected to a diner network nine times larger than Open Table, and they never charge cover fees. Learn about their new $99 per month plan for newly opened restaurants at restaurants.yelp.com forward slash podcast or call 877-571-9357 and tell them full comp sent you. Welcome to Restaurant Marketing School. I'm Josh Kobe a Michelin-rated restaurateur. We're taking a slight detour this season, and together with the professor of profitability, David Scott Peters, we're unpacking the tools and tactics used by the most profitable restaurant brands to help you make more money. Join us daily to get an actionable tip you can use in your restaurant today. Today we're talking about the most important number you must know to have any chance of making money in the restaurant business. I'm dying to know, David, what is that number? Well, it's called prime cost, P-R-I-M-E, prime cost. To old timers like me, it was, we determined it was called controllable expenses in control of management. How I hire, fire, train, utilize my people, purchase product, utilize that product. It's actually my manager's report card because they can't control what I pay for rent or spend in marketing or anything else, but they can control the people and product that walks in the door every single day. So prime cost is, again, we look at this total cost consoled. That's bottled beer, drapery, wine, liquor, food, merch, all together. And it is also my labor costs, including taxes, benefits, and insurance. Now, owner, you may be a part of it if you're an operating manager on every shift. And it might be an adjusted salary. You pay yourself 80 grand, but you'd pay a manager 50. Well, 50 of your salary is a part of prime cost, 30 sucking up profits. Because why? We're going to fire you at some point in time. And we're just trying to determine what it takes to run the business. So if you've got an internal bookkeeper, a marketing person, a catering person, they're not included in the prime cost calculation. The other part is we're going to divide this number, whatever the total of cost goods sold and labor cost is, into our sales. And it's important that we know that it is gross sales, not net sales. And your POS system, eight out of 10 POSs, what they call gross sales is net sales. So let me define it. The ring of the register, if I ring up a $10 burger and I comp $5, sales tax is not a sale. By the way, make sure we're all clear on that. That's the government giving us the pleasure of holding their money and giving it to them. If we we wait too long, they penalize like the freaking mob. So don't play with that money. But if I ring up a $10 burger and I comp $5, gross sales is $10 before the discount. Net sales is after the comp. And the reason why we use gross sales is when I ask a chef to put out a burger for, say, $10, and because we know we're all 15 now, but it makes my mouth easy, $10, and I use $3 in product in the recipe cost card, that's a 30% food cost. So if I were to go net sales and I comp 50%, that's now a 60% food cost. Is that your chef's fault? No, I want to measure that chef used the right amount of product to bring in the money. And so it gives us an accurate assessment. Another way to look at it is, Josh, I say to people, if you had a charity event and tomorrow you're going to close your restaurant just for this private event, it was a $14,000 day, but your heart is so big. It sings. You're going to comp 50%. (laughs) Do I staff for a $14,000 day or a $7,000 day? 14. Do I buy product for a $14,000 day or a $7,000? 14. So you've got to use the right numbers to get the right calculation. And then ultimately, what are we trying to shoot for? 
Well, the old standard, the industry standard was a 65% prime cost for your full service restaurant. 60% is a quick serve. But things have changed so much over the last two decades. It has been monstrous, let alone the last three years. So your new prime cost target is if you do $850,000 a year or more in sales, your prime cost target is not 55%, it's 65%. I'm sorry, it is not 65%, it's 55%. That's a 10-point swing on the same sales you're doing right now. And if you're under that, we'll go to 60%. That means if you're a million-dollar-a-year business patting yourself on the back saying, I hit the industry average of 65%, I'm telling you there's 10 points on the table or $100,000 in bottom line profitability on the same damn sales you're doing right now if you simply take the time to do the work. So prime cost is critical to how we budget. And the last piece of this is don't get caught up on industry standards because you'd have a 34% food cost and a 33% labor cost, which would be a 67% prime cost. That's even higher than the average. And you may have be a steakhouse run a high food cost, low labor cost. You could be a family dining restaurant, flip it. You could be a burger restaurant, flip it again. It doesn't matter how you get to 55 points. It's based on your menu and where you're located. Well, and all of these lessons build on each other, because I think if we go back to the last conversation that we had, we can see that you're actually providing the tools to get these numbers down into a more controllable way through budgets and recipe cards, right? 100%. There are so many systems that drive those numbers down. That goes back to budgeting, making sure we create our plan. How are we going to achieve this prime cost? But if you don't understand prime cost, then the budget is kind of a looking through a smoke screen. Where am I supposed to be? And the key is 55% or lower. In fact, the higher your sales go up, you go to $2 million or higher. We start looking at 50% and even into the 40s in some restaurants, especially if you're uh, low cost pizza, pasta, Mexican food, and so on. It can be life-changing, but we start the plan. But what systems are we going to put in place to achieve those changes? And that's where the systems part come in. We got to have goals to shoot for. How are you going to get there? If you want to hear previous episodes or check out our other content, go to restaurants.yelp.com forward slash marketing school. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave us a review. I'm Josh Kopel, and you've been listening to Restaurant Marketing School.